This is Friday, September 17th. Now, the church in Colossa began when a young man named Epaphras returned home after time in Ephesus. In Ephesus, Epaphras had come into contact with the Apostle Paul. And Epaphras responded to the gospel and became a follower of Christ. Then when he returned home, he began to share the gospel with those around him. And soon enough, a church formed, and it started meeting in the home of a man named Philemon. Yes, that's the name of a book in the New Testament written by Paul to this leader in the church in Colossa. And we'll be looking at how that happened much further on in our study. But for now, we need to recognize what happens when people come to faith in Christ. We can see this captured in the opening words of Paul's letter to the church in Colossa, our text for today. This is Colossians chapter 1, verse 3 to 5. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Now, last Sunday, we looked briefly at the three core virtues of the gospel from these verses in Colossians. Here's how people become Christians. First, there is the virtue of faith that's mentioned here. Paul says, we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus. God is the one who works faith into us or in us by the power of his Holy Spirit, enabling us to understand and to respond to the message of grace. You may hear it said that a person came to faith, but it's more like faith came to him. On our own, we would not be able to come to God. So God works his faith in us. This faith is the engine for our life in Christ. Now, this believing in Jesus is more than a head knowledge. It's more than an assent to the truth of the gospel. It's more than accepting Jesus. It is coming to see the truth about ourselves and our sin and the truth about Jesus, who he is, why he came, and what he came to do. Faith is seeing that Jesus did this for you. It's a willingness to rest in what Christ has done on your behalf. And that faith, it looks more like a loyalty to Christ, a clinging to Christ for life. Then we can see what Paul says comes next. There is a love you have for all the saints. Love reveals that the person has come to faith in Jesus. As you come to trust in Jesus, your loves are reordered, and they're turned outward. Jesus spoke about this with his disciples. He said to them on the night that he was betrayed, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. That's John thirteen thirty four to 35 Later on in his life, the Apostle John, who wrote down those words in the Gospel of John, indicates that love shows a real faith in Jesus. In his first letter to the church in Ephesus, John said, We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brothers. Whoever does not love abides in death. 
That's 1 John 3.14. He says, if you want to know that a person believes, look at this love that naturally flows from faith. It's this unconditional love that flows from faith in Jesus. You see, Paul, as he's writing the church in, in Colossae, can see and he's heard about this love. Well, how is he heard? Well, during this time, a famine was sweeping through Palestine, and the believers there were in distress. And Paul had asked the churches to give to help their brothers and sisters in Christ in Jerusalem. And the folks in Colossae stepped forward to support people who were brothers and sisters that they don't even know. Why did they do it? Well, they believed the gospel, and their faith unleashed a new and powerful sacrificial love. A love for their new brothers and sisters. Now, the third of those Christian virtues, we have faith and love, comes along, and it is called hope. Paul has heard that they were focusing on the hope laid up for them in heaven. Yes, our faith in Jesus extends our vision beyond the horizon. We know that beyond the suffering and struggles we experience in life, we have an inheritance in the kingdom of God. The believers in Colossae learned that they had a future that was secure in Christ. No earthly power could take it away. It could not be lost. Whatever might happen to them, they knew that one day they would be home with the Father. As King David said long before them, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And it is this hope that sustains the church, that lives by faith and learns this way of love. Now, as we talk about faith, hope, and love, we're talking about what carries us along when we come by faith to Christ. This is the life of faith. It's all God's gift. We do nothing to achieve it. We only receive it and rest in it. Think of the implications of us for today. We come to God in the same way they did. We live by faith. We express the love that's been given to us. And we rest in the hope of our future with God. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you for all that you have given to us in Christ. We're humbled by your goodness. We rejoice in the living faith that sustains us and gives us hope. Enable us by your Spirit to live in love for those around us, showing ourselves to be yours. With gratitude we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.